All right. Welcome to Two Takes on the Pod. My name is Osai. I am joined by Mira, Tola, and Ayo. And on this podcast, I take on themes exploring culture, society, and humanity from the viewpoint of Africans home and abroad. How'd that sound? Good. Yeah. Yeah? It's yeah. cool? Yeah. Bedroom voicey enough or not? Yeah. Yeah, bedroom, bedroom, bedroom voice. Yeah, heavy on the bedroom voice. <laughs> heavy on the bedroom voice. I'm dead. Today we're continuing our conversation on um, the Nigerian elections, the 2023 Nigerian elections. Um, I've been away from the podcast a little bit and uh, I wanted to just uh, stay on theme and kind of explore what's going on. I'm you know, embarrassed to say that I don't feel like I know enough about the Nigerian government or elections. You know, So I, I know, I think I, like many other Nigerians, complain a lot about uh, the things that are going on, whether I'm there or not. And uh, you know, I think thinking about that made me start recognizing that I don't know enough about the Nigerian government. So this podcast is just, you know, this series of episodes are just us exploring it. We're not going to pretend to be experts. We do not, you know, we do not hold a political science degree. We have not gone and researched everything that's happened for the past four years. We've done a little bit, you know, but I think we want to ask the questions and maybe explore the answers that show up um, as we, ex- you know, we look at some of the candidates that are running for office. We also reflect a little bit on um, some of the candidates that have been in office the past four years. You know, are we, you know, a lot of them are incumbents and are planning to run again. Um, so how does the National Assembly work? You know, they are a key portion, part of the government that is supposed to hold the executive branch, um, you know, accountable. Um, so we want to see how effective they have been at that, how effective they are at holding themselves accountable. And, uh, you know, I, if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm a voter or if I'm planning to vote in this 2023 elections, you know, the question I'm asking is, uh, why am I voting for this person? And, you know, what evidence is there that this person is going to do something for me? And maybe even after that, what steps can I take, you know, to make sure that you're held accountable, right? You know, beyond maybe just voting. So... Um, that's high level where we are thinking about going, you know, on this episode today. But everybody like a sardine. We take a levanti up and down. Forget to say, but you know, be marching. But the tax you go generate. But the cash you know, to circulate. And when we start to calculate, everybody can be agitated. We no feel the tire. Oh, just cinema, it don't turn wahala. Many animals, they put on a bada. I get medicine, we take your anything. It take your poverty, bring prosperity. Many things, many things. Every day we can see many things. Cause it's a critical reaction. Why can't you not get information? All on fire information. Population, they for prostitution. I said, them mama, them papa, them the crime. Oh, no. They don't know how bikini they buy. But um, I'm just curious about you guys. Uh, when I uh, when I brought this up to to you guys, and you know, I <laughs> I know I have some added context as to how you guys felt about this topic. But um, you know, <laughs> for the audience and on the record, 
<laughs> I'm very curious what you guys are. You know, what, what are your thoughts? I mean, like, okay, yeah, electing National Assembly. Um, you know, what, what, what were you guys, you know, what popped up into your head? I think I'll start with Ayo. Why? Let's hear what I have to say. Yes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because you're so fascinating. You definitely had a lot to say when when the topic came up. So <laughs> I, I did. I I do not recall. <laughs> <laughs> really? Chaotic would be mm-hmm. sort of the word I used to summarize, like my, my perception of like the political landscape in Nigeria, right? From from pre- presidential to all of the different governing board bodies that right, so executive, that exist. yeah, like the list, yeah, exactly. Um, and so I think it's difficult to. I, I thought it was interesting. I think it, it was an interesting thing for us to explore, right? To right. figure out like what's actually happening within those within the National Assembly and all of these right. boards to right. figure out. I think one of the things that you were kind of like touching on. I don't know if you said it explicitly, but it was mm-hmm. like you know why are they relevant, like. You know, say that again. Like you know, like they're relevant in terms of this big conversation. Obviously, we know that they're they're important, but right. I think the larger point is that you know, for the most part, when we are thinking about elections, you're looking at it from a national point of view, right? right? Like it's it doesn't seem like I mean, we know it's going on, and I'm sure there are people that care about it, but I don't I don't I don't hear that as much in the conversation when I'm watching. You know, whether it's Arise Channel. Whichever one you you know you wanna you don't wanna call on on YouTube or wherever they don't seem to be you know overly focused on on the you know senatorial campaigns. Yeah, or, it's very very under yeah. the radar. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Like, um, for our senators, the governors a little a little bit has more. a little bit more profile to it. But right. like, yeah, senators and House of Reps. House of Reps. All we know is like the election came. <laughs> and, <they went. laughs> right, right, right. and like all of these people are in power um i think very few people is, are aware of what's what's going on in within that space okay so i'm curious like um when you know maybe when you were looking stuff up did you see a lot of stuff on you know maybe the national assembly so house of reps senate all of that kind of stuff was that easy to come across um or you know what, what was your outlook on that um yeah a lot of articles but mostly criticizing the um senate in the National Assembly for not passing um, legislation. So that's the main issue I think that people have with the Senate and the National Assembly. Mm, okay, so basically it's just a lot of complaints about not doing their job. Pretty much, yes. Yeah. And wanted to get paid for life <laughs> for not doing anything, really. 100%. Mary, what about you? Um, yeah, I, I found, like, yeah, like articles are easy to come by. Not really easy, but there were a few articles. Right, to talk about like what the Senate um is doing or is doing, mm-hmm. but it was harder to come up with, like, cause I wanted to get like a historical analysis or historical overview of Senate in Nigeria, where they're coming from, and all those kind of things. And you know, I I didn't see. I don't know whether you got the chance to see something like that, but I didn't get to see any like. I mean, I know that this is the, uh, you know, I know that this is the ninth uh, national yes, assembly. Yeah, the ninth. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, yeah we know that. <laughs> yes, we know who we know that in nineteen ninety. I guess basically nineteen ninety nine was the fourth, and then the, I guess every election yeah, cycle we have a new one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I know that I know that there are one hundred and nine Senate seats, mm-hmm. yeah. and then there are three hundred and sixty uh, House of Rep seats. Mm-hmm. Um, for the Senate, it seems like for every state there's three, you know, three uh, divisions. So. Yeah. 
So for every state, and then for for the House of Reps, it's a little bit different. Some states have five, some states have seven, some states have nine reps, depending on how that flows. Five. Yeah, so I'm not sure if that's based on the local government areas or districts. I'm, I'm not really sure how that's carved up, or maybe just the size of the states. So um, that's something that, you know, again, like, I don't, you know, we like to um, mirror your point. I wasn't able to get details on that i just saw that this is what it is <laughs> you know i don't know how it came about i don't know if, if you know if that was part of restructuring whether budget like we don't know right um but you know we're, we're, we're just taking the information that that we have and uh you know kicking it off from from there i feel like the current situation in nigeria is dire right like oh um mm-hmm. all political analysts at this point agree that this national assembly that that this ninth national assembly that we're talking about um has been a failure. They, they apparently they they are unable to hold themselves accountable mm-hmm. in any shape or form. Um, they seem deeply entrenched with the executive branch, which you know, yeah. party yeah. affiliations, that kind yeah. of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get into that. Um, but yeah, like I, I look at these, <laughs> I look at the senators, I look at the situation, and I'm not um, particularly convinced that they are in a place or in a position to, um, you know, uh, I guess hold the the executive branch accountable. But I'm even more interested in some of the bills that they prioritize and, and, and they're able to pass and I think or not able to pass. And I think um, maybe that's somewhere where we spend a little bit of time um, on this episode. Uh, let me just read something. Okay. Um, and then let's uh, I'm curious what you guys uh, think. So this this is on, you know, I, I was curious about the checks and balances that they have. Right. So for anybody who's listening, I'm just going to read this off. So you have a little bit of an, you know background on, on, on what we're seeing. And maybe you already know this. You know, if that's so, then you know, write to us and tell us some more. Um, the Senate has the unique power to impeach judges and other high officials of the executive, including the Federal Auditor General and the members of the Electoral and Revenue Commissions, right? And I think that that's some of the issues that have come up recently, especially on the revenue side. Um, the power is, however, subject to a prior request by the president, which I thought was interesting. Like, what does that mean by a prior request by the president? Does that mean that the, 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 the president has to, because there's presidential assent, but the request kind of seems like if it's not triggered by the executive branch, then it goes yeah. nowhere. Yeah. I'm not sure, but we, we can, but they talk a, lot, a little bit more. The Senate also confirms the president's no, um, nominations of senior diplomats, members of the federal cabinet and federal, federal judicial appointments, I can't read, um, <laughs> and independent federal commissions. Before any bill be- um, becomes law, it must be agreed to by both the House and the Senate. That's pretty standard. And uh, it must receive the president's assent. Should the president delay or refuse assent or, or veto the bill, then the assembly may pass the law by two-thirds of both chambers and overrule the veto. And the president's consent will not be required. They didn't need to. They could have worded that whole thing better. But anyway, <laughs> um, the president, um, president assembly has not hidden its preparedness to overrule uh, the executive uh, where they disagree. Mm. So they say that, but I don't think we've seen too much of them overruling the executive. I have an example. I have a good example of that. Oh. oh. Um, yeah. So um, when they was they're trying to get a new INEC chairman, um, Buhari had brought this nomination um, and his name was like Loretta or something. And everybody was like, excuse me, because she's so, um, one of the rules of an INEC um Man is that used to be nonpartisan, mm-hmm. and she was a card carrying member of, of one APC, most likely most APC. Likely. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and so the the Senate actually like we we rejected that. They're like, no, that's not happening. Which I was like, okay, 
Nice. That's interesting, and that's impressive because yeah. the, the 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 seventies is APC, APC, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, because I've done one thing. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. I stand corrected. <laughs> but um, what do you guys think about the checks and balances? Just as far as you know, just with the Senate and um the president, what what I've seen to some extent is that there is a there is kind of like an understanding or accommodation that they have for each side. Um, they don't seem to want to hold each other accountable, especially depending on party lines. Um, but I don't, I'm not convinced that, uh, that the Senate is set up in a way that is looking out for anybody but themselves. So the checks and balances are like in their own interest, it seems like. Do you understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think that the Senate is set up that way or the people who are there just choose to... Um, to work for themselves, essentially, right? To only pay credence to whatever it is, like at least some people within that the organization, right? right? Within the House right, or, or the Senate. But like in itself, like the core establishment of it, like the rules and the guidelines, mm-hmm. is it set up for the checks and balances? I, I would say yes. But mm-hmm. like, I don't think that they abide by those rules that have been set up. I guess the question would be, and maybe we don't have that readily available. What rules do you think that would be? You know, because like you know, because that's what I was also looking for, and this mm-hmm. plays to something that I think uh, Mira was saying without actually going into the, like the constitution and like unpacking everything. Um, I'm not really clear on what rules are put in place to 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 kind of prevent them for just working in their own interests. You know what I mean? Like, so because you're saying that you don't think it's set up for them to do that they're just taking advantage of that right based on the right. environment because then it becomes illegal right so they, they are rules senate rules they are house rules they're national assembly rules that mm-hmm. they have to abide by right right also based on our constitution right right so right. those rules do exist within within the establishment whether or not they they follow it or and even um um what's the word of course enforce some of those rules or people like if you if you're in a, in a situation where your your colleagues are aware of your the negative implications that you, you will cause but uh-huh. on the their side deals that are going to be made for whatever reason uh-huh. they're very unlikely to enforce senate rules for example right. or house rules right to out to you or to punish you because they're also committees right like in, right, in a, right. in a way, they are they, they they have to work together, but they also quote unquote enemies. Right, right, but but exactly like to your point, they have to work together. In other words, if we do this to you, then you can do this to us when you're in power. So mm-hmm. there is that's the level of accountability I see between them. I don't see any accountability with like the people. You know, like oh, people will be mad if we do this. You know, like like nah, in Nigeria, the same things that like they respect. For example. <laughs> subsidy right like yeah. if you remove you know what i mean i think they're they, still working they on that like that's a problem you know mm-hmm. so i'm saying like for a lot of people because you know now they are feeling the brunt of every you know all the costs so they always make those adjustments and you can see that right you know whether it's with nsars you can see certain things trigger the people or have shown i mean shown to trigger people i don't see them working in a way where like the closest thing was the uh uh this senator ishaku elisha abo um of adamawa north and uh, Mobi North local government area, if you want the details. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was basically accused of uh, 
assaulting no, okay. he was, he was, well, he was caught on camera basically assaulting uh, a woman at a sex shop mm-hmm. because apparently she disrespected him mm-hmm. um the funny thing about that and the reason why i bring that up is because uh so you know people called for his head right and they you know they had to set up a committee and they tried to try him and he was rude as fuck in the, I, don't, uh, yeah. I don't know if he you guys actually hear he was so, he was so, dis- so disrespectful demanded a private uh, uh session so mm-hmm. so basically they ended up excusing all the journalists getting everybody out then they had something a conversation behind closed doors then came back um and then he went back in again and that was it two weeks later they came out with something and nothing was enforced for over eight months Right. Only recently, as you know, in, in anticipation of this um, new election, did they have to take steps? And it wasn't the people again. It wasn't in the interest of the people. It was other senators in his party. Right. So just, just I, I bring that up as an example because to your point, Ayo, you were talking about, um, you know, like whether it's set up that way or not. And what I have kind of noticed with some of these examples is that, um, it seems like only they can hold each other accountable. And it's only dependent on what specific situation. So, for example, if you've been stealing money and you've been cool with us, there's no problem. But if you're not cool with us, then we can now find a reason to, you know, basically take you to court for suing, you right. know, for, for, for stealing money. Yeah, and, and, and like, I take your point. I, I think that the issue isn't, for me anyway, isn't that whether rules exist, because I think we know that they exist, is right. that they abuse power right mm-hmm. and it's how do we make these senators and people in power um more accountable right right and w- what do we need to do or what can we do to force them to take their their roles right more seriously and to challenge one another in the national assembly because that's why they're there they're not they're not there to essentially just steal money and, and right. retire right which which is well, what they're there which is for. what which is yeah, <laughs> right yeah and because, what they do, right? i mean so I, good, you know? I feel like we need to actually like vote better first of all um yeah. if people are there for four years and they're not doing their work we need to just replace them and if if we have a track record of removing senators i feel like they might do better in the four years that they have because i know they want to be there for a long time the whole point is to be in the senate but as long as you can. Well, it depends. You know, you're either, you're either pi- passing through there to get <laughs> to, the national, to the national level, okay. or, or you feel that gover- governor, yep. you feel that national, and I, I just want to retire. I yeah, would think that you have um, passion for laws and like governing <laughs> to be a senator. No, so which the country idea are we talking about of being again? a senator, that's, yeah. that's oh, yeah. what it, of course. you know, that's yeah. what it, your local yeah. government, like I feel like you care about people grassroots. So I feel like being a senator, if that's not your aim, then you shouldn't be a senator. I know that's like wishful speaking and all, but right. you should I think, care. I think the question is how do we how do we filter them through, and how can we really kind of enforce those checks, right? Like I think that's that's really like so. For example, that uh, you know, what's it, what's his name? Abu. Yeah, yeah, right. He actually did go to jail, right, and then he paid his five million dollar bond, five million naira bond. Mm-hmm. Sorry, and that was it, right? Nothing else happened. Like so, on the, uh, in, in, so just in terms of in court, that nothing was really enforced, mm-hmm. right? And also in the Senate, as as an official, nothing was really enforced. So the question is like, who's enforcing these? Doesn't that <laughs> just shows the lack of um, respect w- and like judicial procedures that we have in the country as a whole? That it's only for it's for the 
for the few, right? Well, from a court standpoint, if for him to go to court and nothing of significance happens, just right. shows that, of course, he's part of the elite, and so he has special treatments that he can party affiliations. He can take use of because if this was any other person, right? Mm-hmm. Any regular Nigerian on the streets who Wolf this Wolf happened, Wolf. you're gonna. Ha- you're going to see the law right. come down a lot harder on you. Right. Right. Which is why I say, like, first, these laws exist. There are things that are there, but, like, people just take advantage of it, especially people who have access to, to money and influence. Right. Right. Um, so, it's like, so to, to tell us point, I think, or how do we sort of go past this? Education is one, right? How do we educate um everyone as a whole, the population as a whole, to know that we all deserve b- better mm-hmm. from our leaders, from people that we, we, we vote for um, to take on this responsibility and we should vote them out if they, if they don't do that. But again, that walks, that pathway is like, okay, our election's rigged. Right. Like, how can we ensure that it's, it's secure, that we actually have, when we're casting our vote, it is, um, it's secure. That right. You know that it counts towards... Right what you think that is going to count for, right? Like the person I'm putting in, I am voting for is going to actually go there and do X. And if right. it doesn't, I'm going to vote for the next person to get you out. Right. And and what was his track record, right? Like, I think that's another thing that's tricky to find out. You know, when you go, you know, some of the senators, they have Wikipedia pages and stuff like that or some, some information on them. But there's no way of tracking, hey, you were involved in this bill, you pushed in this bill, you signed off this bill. Like, on without going to the actual you know, NASS website and like going through each bill. And if you go there, it only goes up to 2020, right? Like there's nothing from 2021, 2022, and now we're in 2023. So it's, it's a little tricky, you know, maybe it's backlogged, who knows, right? But there is such, you know, there's, I think when you look at the whole process, I just point to the election issue. Um, You know, you pointed to the information gap. Like there's so many steps that are blocking the way for you to really be able to educate yourself as um as a voter, you know? I'm going to say that we should stop voting along party lines. And just because someone is part of APC, you're just going to vote blindly for APC and not consider maybe someone in PDP or wherever is better for this role. We just feel like, oh, I'm voting APC from the president, so I'm just going to vote APC all the way through. You're not even checking or um, validating anything that they have done or what they plan to do. So I would suggest that. I, t- I totally agree, especially yeah, yeah. because at least from where I'm sitting, I don't know what each party stands for really, right? <laughs> you know, I was just going just, to, just to add to that, I was just going to ask, how do we know this person is better? Right? Like, yeah. Like, we how? To, I mean, so I saw, in for Nigeria, to get information in Nigeria, you can't you know, rely on, like, you know, the website working and stuff, you know, you have to, <laughs> yes. you have right. to like, go on, like, Twitter, or, like, some of them have LinkedIn, so I, um, I, I, I follow a, I think she's from YPP. She's running for the same position that Banky W is running for in Lagos. Mm. Um, you know, so and Banky is the incumbent, right? No, he didn't win. Oh, right, right, right. Oba, Oba I believe that one. So he's now because no before was running under I think it was YPP self, but now he went under PDP. So both his chances right. of winning, right? So you have to kind of go to their Instagram pages, their Twitter pages. Um, you know look around like for things about their local government and stuff it's i mean it's, it's, it's going to be a lot of work for sure because like it's, it's not in one place you do have to kind of search for it so and then when the and the good thing about um 
the newspapers is when they when they pick up all these bills that are being they always tell you who sponsors it um at least so you know who's like maybe the one or right. the people that sponsor it so you can kind of have an idea of, okay this is what this, this is what this person is i'm um, dealing with and you know you can kind of use that to gauge credibility um also encourage sometimes to try to watch their sessions <laughs> <laughs> try to watch their sessions sometimes <laughs> i'm sorry what <laughs> you to watch their sessions come on nah nah come on nah. <laughs> Because it is a show. It is a reality TV. It that, you know what? That, that's a good point. Time. That, that is. is a good point. Yes, and like like half of I mean, because I've been mean, you know you you see how many people are in the Senate, and then you see how many people actually voted, and you're like okay, so where are these other people? And you yeah. see how many people actually showed up. Yeah, yeah, you know. So and exactly. So some people like you know sometimes it's like do you do you do proxy voting? Do you tell this person to vote for like what exactly is going on? So that kind of gives you an idea. Because I mean, for example, if you whoever you voted for you know or whoever is representing your area you if you watch it a couple of times and you realize that this person never sits please you're not going to i, I hope that you're not going to vote the person next time just mm-hmm. because they are in your party that right. party of choice you right. know so yeah you have I to think, do a little leg right i think the, ch- the challenge for me is that the average nigerian doesn't doesn't mm-hmm. have that kind of time or access really you know, like the people that are in a privileged enough position to take advantage of that will. And you know, I'm not saying that like not everybody does, but I just imagine the person on the road, you know, you know, yeah, hawking those ones, or that yeah, kind of thing. No, like no, they don't no. they don't have that kind of information. Yeah. So yeah, they might read the newspaper every day and get little bits of information, but it doesn't really help paint the full picture, right? Like you might be working in Lagos but you're from another place that's in 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 the country and you want visibility on what's going on there. How do you get that kind of information over the past four years? Mm. You and, know, yeah, and I think they take okay. advantage of that, right? They take they advantage of the fact that there's a knowledge gap. That there is a knowledge gap. Yeah. People don't have access to this, right. and and people are also fed up, right? right? Like there's the look, nothing is gonna change. So I am, you know, I don't care what happens in in Abuja and what all of these people do. So right, everyone is just focused on trying to make their own situation better for themselves, right? Right, but within their small community. Um, your, your streets maybe you come together and you figure out how to power your street streets, right, <laughs> right which is what a lot of people do right? which is why a lot of people do and so mm-hmm. we've got it to the point where we, we can no longer rely on on our government to to do anything because our government also does not care about its people right, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm so curious what those senatorial campaigns look like you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm like, you know, I've not been back in, you know, like I've not been. So I don't think it's separate, cycle. right? I don't think right. they campaign because I, I, I tried to look online to see like whether they're like doing tours or I, I didn't see. Well, they wouldn't do a tour because they they're, just, they're post, just supposed to be in their they just area, post, right? Yes, they just, they, just they just do posters. They just do posters around, like at least I recall yeah. like when they're doing those other And account. they follow the presidential. Yeah, yeah they right. just, yeah, yeah they you just campaign. Yeah. 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 yeah, so when. Yeah, basically, when the presidential candidate is in your town, this is the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, yeah. Yeah. but that's really for the party, mm-hmm. for the presidential exactly. candidate, mm-hmm. not necessarily not pointing to what's yeah. happening. It just shows the, the 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 fundamental issue or like the core why Nigeria can't actually move forward, right? Like regardless mm-hmm. of what happens from a presidential standpoint, right? The mere fact that our national assembly is set up for your local government areas right? right like all of these municipalities okay yeah, yeah using our terminology here yeah. but like for people to have eyes on who their lead reps are at least for the senate or have, have a voice in the in, national it, conversation exactly yeah. right and none of those things right are right. happening right um so do you have any thoughts to add on that 
<laughs> I was just like, is there an article there that like you need to be, you need to be engaging? But yeah, that's, so that that comes back to that first question you asked, whether and you said, is it set up that way? Nigeria's National Assembly is right. set up to mimic the American. Right. Um, no, but is the way you framed it? Because like, I I like that you were talking about how is it set up that way, or are they? Is it just a the consequence of the people that are that there? Are there right. right. So for me, I think it heavily is a consequence of the people that are there. Mm-hmm. But they are they've 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 set up some structures in place for themselves to to avoid that. So mm-hmm. to me, like that's a glaring issue that you don't campaign to your local government area at all. You just put the posters there and they should know what's up. Mm-hmm. That yes. that to yeah. me is is basically it. So from that kind of mindset, it now it now makes sense to me that when they're passing the bills and doing all those things, they're not talking they're not thinking about, hey, what are the people in Kaduna North thinking or Adamawa North thinking or, you know, where you know, Inugu, like whatever the case might be. There's no I don't think that is factored into their mindset at all, you know. Yeah, for maybe for some. Let's let's let me, let's yeah, give room for those who are in there. They want to for the right reason. Yeah, <laughs> for the right I'm not seeing any examples. No, no, I am with you, right? But just in case someone out there is saying that, come on, guys, do your, your homework. Like, yeah, exactly. Go, go and do your homework. Yeah. Yeah. Serious you know? homework. But like, but 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 you're right. I don't think there is any link between Abuja mm-hmm. and our various other states. Towns, regional, regional right. areas, right? Um, because again, all these guys are in it for themselves. Yeah. Like I, 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 I I'm so unfortunately I, I don't watch Nollywood, but, but like there was a Nollywood actor. There's one yeah. there's right, that's where, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Oh that, yes, let's talk about that. Right, that, that, that went into politics. <laughs> yes, right? he's in the House of Rep. He represents right. Sir Larry of Lagos. Um, oh, consistency. Desmond Delia yeah, that yeah, they started yeah. calling him Desmond Idiot because of the rubbish he was saying <laughs> wow. during NSAS. Mm-hmm. Oh Gosh. yes, and his claim to fame was toilets and mm-hmm. the yeah. and the and the footbridge. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That was his what, thing. Wait, 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 what? Yeah, yeah wooden... expanded, uh, he did what? <laughs> it's some footbridge over a little bit body of water. Um he and he was like, Oh, you know, and he was really defending himself, like, you know, you guys are saying that this is all he did, but like the people in this constituency they are so happy mm. because um you know that it was a problem nothing and they had nothing I mean he, he is for surreal you know what surreal means right oh, that's really it means right. just take calm be calm be you calm. eventually <laughs> <laughs> they're very calm people <laughs> yeah I mean that's why toilets and the bridges you know and he has, I think he has been, has been there for many terms now like two or at least two terms you know so so he's with APC yes he is with APC mm, of course yeah. he is with APC and he became so fast <laughs> Yeah, him so fast why. after draining but I, I i saw recently that he started working out of this weight i'm like please lose like we get to your entire power but like please don't be so obvious about yeah. it it's <laughs> <laughs> showing your face it's all the money, the money is talking it's speaking loud you know so yes sorry so that's a, no 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 that's a that's a very good point because that just shows like the part of the issue right where someone like that can come into a position of influence or power and you can't actually see there's no checks and balances for someone like him, mm-hmm. right? Like like real checks and balances from from his his constituents. He can come in and spill all the big grammar in the Senate House about his people supporting the good that he's doing. But like there's no real evidence of that, right? Mm-hmm. Um and even And it's also the bare minimum. So and, yes. and exactly it's also, and it's also the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. And that so f- there are two things need to happen, right? So that the people who are coming to this into this position of power need to obviously have the the mindset of doing good for the areas in which they rep- represent. Mm-hmm. But then also, Nigerians need to 
challenge and demand more, right, for our people, for themselves, right, and for the people who are representing them when they go into those positions, right? right? And that just takes a long time to to get there, right? It takes right. a lot of effort. It takes a lot of understanding. Well, now we're in that, right? Like we talked about in, in, in previous episodes, we talked about um the the NSARS? shooting and and SARS and SARS, right? right? As as one of the turning points mm-hmm. for, for Nigerians and realizing that we we do deserve better. Right. Like Nigeria cannot be yes, as as a nation we're young, but like we should look like we're moving forward. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and yeah. something like that shouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um and the in fact broad that daylight. It, exactly and the fact that something like that has happened and does happen means that we are so behind and there's so much effort and so many so many different things that needs to be done right to get us moving forward yeah one of them is okay now that we are aware of where we are at mm-hmm. like education educating one another pushing for for our house of reps to to challenge them to do to do more right, right? And, and calling them out on their bs right or or finding people that we can celebrate and push into those positions as well i think yeah. that that's a key one right like do I think, for example, the Peter Obi conversation to me, the reason why that is so important is because he, you know, they, I'm sure they laughed at him when he left PDP because uh-huh. they're like, yo, if you're not on ABC PDP, nothing for you. Mm-hmm. Like at the very least, you know, there, I'm, sh- I want there to be the fear of God yes, <laughs> in the bro. other parties, right? Mm-hmm. To see that, hey, this other third party kind of situation can become a real threat if not in this election, in future mm-hmm. elections, yeah. mm-hmm. so that there, there is that level because. To me, it's like competition really just breeds quality. Like when yeah. there is good competition, when there is somebody who you're like, oh, this person is trying to make an effort, they're understanding their integrity. Mm-hmm. There's somebody now that's looking at Peter Obi and saying, okay, you know what? Like, let me start building my brand on integrity and maybe I can get away with this and get something. Well, hopefully, know? right? Because we can't say that for EG, the Republican Party in the in the US, right? There's <laughs> like, so competition right. doesn't necessarily bring, right. no, but- bring quality, right. but... right. Yeah. It, 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 what we do, it will challenge perspective, right? Yeah. But, sure. but, but there, because you know, you're you're hundred percent right. But that's the thing: there's no real competition because it's in two parties, yes, right? That's like what's like good Bernie to Sanders see. was real competition, but they yeah. found a way to ask him in yeah. his own party. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So the the idea that we do have other parties creates an opportunity, yeah. like that. You know, it might create an opportunity because, like now, maybe people who are that kind of mind of that kind of mind will go there because they don't have the money or the corrupt relationships or let me say corrupt the relationships mm-hmm. and the money and all the entrenchments you right. know to to take advantage of so maybe i can run here where this part, this party has a, a, a kind of a, a good look with the youth um the you know people are ready to volunteer that kind of thing so maybe there's a thing but i'll be curious to ask like a campaign manager right one like it like a maybe a gubernatorial or even senatorial campaign manager i don't know if they have campaign, man- like campaign manager <laughs> no because think about it right because like that person has sure, to analyze right? analyze like oh this is what people care about this is how you get to people this mm-hmm. is what like because you know you know the other thing the other gap that we are we are we are kind of all here and you know we're not living in not you know and you know most of us live in lagos too so that also doesn't speak to a large group of what other nigerians are experiencing so i'll be so curious like if you're going to this city or this state you know how are you running your campaign to make sure it appeals to the people you know and and what are the things that they need to see you know is it just rice or (laughs) or are there are there a few more things that can really drum up support you know because the new narrow yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh I like no. That's a that's definitely a, a, a and fuel, fair question, fuel. right? Five. 
Five liters of fuel. Fuel generator on your car. I think it's very difficult to. It's very easy for for us. I would say to think that there's no strategy in place, right? Because I, I, to an extent, it probably is for sure. But I feel like it's the bare minimum. Mm. I I mean I think that it might be right, but I think understanding. You know, somebody who's monitoring this on a day-to-day, week-to-week, year-to-year basis, I'm curious what they are saying is the price. Mm-hmm. Like, that's something I was really looking for when I was preparing for this episode I couldn't really find. Yeah. It's just, yeah. What, how are they thinking about what, you know, what the group, you know, the people think? So, like, are they making and that's that what I mean. Is over like, time? What you're thinking of, I mm-hmm. think, functions in a functioning, like, works in a functioning society, mm-hmm. right? Like, where, like, true strategy... Again, maybe that's like my bias of thinking. Like, there's not a lot of thought. Like, there's thought, but it's not. It has it's be. not complicated thought, right? In mm-hmm. the in in the sense that like bag of rice, well, like that feeds to like the situation that we're in, where a lot of people can afford those things, right? right? So like okay. it's very simplistic in that way. So, like, okay, okay. I think let me add an addendum to that. Mm-hmm. A yeah. good campaign, or maybe a good modern campaign manager that maybe not doesn't have just money to throw around, mm. right? Like, you know, because you understand what, cause I understand exactly what you're saying. So think about it. The yeah. guy who is in APC and PDP okay. and is running their guy, they he already budget. knows. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. easy budget, easy, you know, but the person that doesn't, how are they able to drum up that support? But, uh, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. Like, your your work isn't as complicated because think, like what you just said, the other side is just spraying no, money. No, no, you're into, right. Yeah, so you your campaign side. is really light. Like, literally the basic shit. <laughs> yeah. That we think that we need, like yep. like Nigeria doesn't have, like because we had those things then from a strategy standpoint. The, the government decided to replace the local currency with new banknotes, leading to a scarcity of money and triggering violent unrest across the country. I went out to see for myself what impacts the lack of cash was having on daily life. I'm outside a bank in central Abuja. People have been queuing for hours trying to withdraw money. You'll see crowds gathered outside virtually any ATM that is dispensing cash. Some people are even sleeping outside of banks just to be first in line. Now, if you do get a turn, you can only withdraw a maximum of 10,000 naira. That's about 20 US dollars. I've been here since around one. Up to now, I'm suffering. I don't know. And now I'm just struggling to have transport that will take me home. And I have money in my account, but I don't have access to withdraw this money. The shortage of cash came after the government introduced newly designed notes of the local currency, the Naira. The central bank, which you see behind me, said the measure was meant to flush out fake money from the system and to tackle inflation and corruption by reducing the amount of money held outside of banks. So initially, people were given a six-week period. Yeah. But, the, but your Insta were likely having conversations of, of security, of, of, of light, of, of um, things that that go towards the the needs of an average Nigerian that we know that that we're suffering from, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And so your campaign is really around that. And then, of course, the other side is is on maybe, like, the federal budgets and all of those things, right? right? That if if you know that you're interested in those kind of conversations, which I don't think an average Nigerian at this moment in time is really concerned about that. You're really concerned about your day-to-day affordability like what you can afford well you would housing. you would care about that but you know that these guys are just going to chop the money so not no no but we're talking about like a good campaign 
from a healthy campaign right, right. Mm-hmm. like you're not really going to speak towards that like i, I watched some of like peter v's like interviews and like would we say like that's a good campaign right mm-hmm. yes i would agree and those conversations him talking about how he he didn't steal mm-hmm. how he kept money like so you're speaking to like the basic thing that should appeal to like an average nigerian right, right. now in terms of we 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 built x we provided lights right. we provided security right because those are the things that we're looking for right now right, right? we are we're not we don't really care about um foreign policy for example right which at some point we you should, should. <laughs> like, <laughs> important. like those are things that are important like okay. our our We're borders sorry. on the on yeah. on the far yeah north like east. north east yeah, yeah like all of the cameroon uh, niger, niger yeah. um who's our neighbor on the, on the other side Bene. um Bene. 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 Yeah. right so like those are things that we should be care about and like how we how we ensure that there, there's this security on all fronts right mm-hmm. um how we from a trade standpoint right how we trade with our neighboring countries how we trade from uh, like beyond like the western world as well right right, right. but like but you cannot tell me right now eat, yeah like that that's is not gonna be a priority that's not your priority yeah. that's not your concern yeah you know um do you think that that's intentional to kind of keep people in check do you think there is a overall? Do you think they're just? Sometimes I think they're incompetent, and then sometimes I think it's 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 extremely important for them to keep people at this point, you know, to have the control that they have. Because to your point, if you don't have to worry about the basic needs, then you have time to ask a little bit, a few more questions. That's that it. It just seems that for the most part, most people in Nigeria are not able to ask. I think it's both, yeah. but yeah, go on. I think it's both because. Um, I, let me just say this. I think that on one hand, the elite, the guys at the very top might have that thought, right? Like, you know what? Let's keep the poor poor. But like everybody else wants to partake in the national cake, mm. in my opinion. So the guy who is poor wants to at some point get into politics just so that he can, because that's where he sees wealth or right. he or she sees wealth. And aware of, once they get, they're not really thinking about, oh, I'm going to make change. I, right yeah they're getting there securing it for themselves yeah right right um mira what do you think i think they weaponize poverty because the fact that every single time elections come around you know strange things start happening around like the economy things just get harder Mm -hmm. like for example now there's false scarcity there's dollar scarcity there's naira scarcity there's no light like everything is happening now really you know, with this whole new Naira notes nonsense. The Naira notes, I mean, it looks so like... So what do you think the strategy is there? The strategy is to get people... You know, there's there's a level of poverty where you reach, where you, you can't really think straight. You're just like, mm-hmm. I just need to get through today. And I feel like that they want to keep people at that level, you know, and so that it's easy. You give somebody, how much did I see the other day? There's something as small as like two kills. <laughs> it depends. It even depends on where you are, like... You know, because one of my friends was, was, was telling me, like, <laughs> "Took is is gold, mm-hmm. right? Because you can you can sell it for profit. <laughs> so strange, you know. Crazy. Like so, one of my friends was telling me that you know he got offered um fifty k to vote along the same party, you know. But he was like, they put because he knows that he knows of some other people that were offered more. So that it depends on among his dad. I mean, he's in Lagos, right. so it depends on where you are. I'm sure that in the north, I think there was one. I think you had one time that we were offering people like 500 naira or something. I was like, what's this 500 naira? Mm-hmm. 500 naira cannot buy me 
lunch. Mm. And not because no, that's about to say like it's not like I'm a big babe. As I'm in, if you go to Chicken Republic, <laughs> yeah, no, it's you know that Sakwa is so Sakwa came so hard. Yes, <laughs> in our Chicken Republic, they started selling rice and stew with egg. egg yes, that's yeah, how that's like sakwa. without meat, not not chicken egg. Mm-hmm. That's what Sakwa yes. has. That's been. Chicken Republic. Yes, Sakwa has a chokehold in that country. Wow, mm-hmm. it's really bad. The price of the price, of, even the price of egg has gone. So everything is just kind of wild and. Just it seems like to so the person, to so the policy analyst point, the Senate is kind of useless because mm-hmm. everything is in free fall. Mm-hmm. What is the point of them being there? And the ironic part is that most of them want to come back for what? Right. And most of them will come back. Mm-hmm. But why? What have they done right. to stave off? Okay, should be at least in other countries they'd have implemented some policy to kind of stop the fall of like the, the rise of inflation or the implemented policy to do something to you know like bringing more food bringing more fuel something and these people are doing nothing and obviously since elections since last year what september or so everybody has been focused on the election so for the past six months nobody has worked let's not deceive ourselves so we're just left in this kind of free fall society and then they are going to come back in february and they're going to get re-elected to go back to our conversation about um having like osari was saying about the two-party system right and that would the senate benefit from having like maybe let's say six parties almost equally would, do you think that they would actually work better that way or absolutely yeah yeah like i was actually yeah 100 percent on the same page with you there because for me like it's like it's not really about who the people wanted. It's about who APC has approved mm-hmm. to run in this, you know, in this district, right? Yeah. So if let's say APC has appro- approved this person to run in this district and PDP has approved somebody to run in that district, now the Labour Party, APG, everybody else has somebody that they can run and they maybe have a limited or finite amount of resources to run for those positions. I think that makes it a, a much more interesting case. Mm-hmm. So if every time, you know, if let's say the biggest eyeballs on this Senate or House of Rep candidates, right, are on maybe a debate channel somewhere where basically they're all going to have equal amount of time mm-hmm. to make their case. Now the average voter gets to compare them evenly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when we speak to that, you know, going to APC or PDP, because APC and PDP have the budget, have the resources, have the national infrastructure, they're going to prop their people in the best possible way compared to everybody else. So if you're not a once in a generation type of candidate, and that has to happen in every district, like that's not going to happen. So you need to, there needs to be steps taken to at least provide an even enough platform. Like in Canada here, I know that they limit the amount of money you can spend and on when you can actually start campaigning or marketing or buying TV ads, all those things. So it's, you know, they make it a, a fairly short, it seems like they made it a really short window, mm-hmm. you know, like I think a couple of years ago. But now, like the idea is that everybody has somewhat of an even playing field so that we can all see the candidates. And if we want to do a little bit more work, we can go do that work. Mm-hmm. Like if, imagine all four or five candidates, let's say, set up on our Senate stage. Like all of them are going to get interviews after. 
mm-hmm. right? Like that's enough to kind of help start pushing all their brands and make it an evil, even challenge. Yeah, uh, you know. So I think that have, needs to happen. I know we we kind of already talked about this in the previous episode. Go check it out. Um, we're on the national scale, but very much so on the on the on the I guess the regional or 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 state level as well because. I think that really starts. I think that's even what gives the engine for a real third-party candidate, you know. In my opinion, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, because then it's it's kind of like grassroots up, right? Yeah. yeah. My only concern with that is, you know, since Nigerian um, people in different pa- in parties are like strange bedfellows, you know, you can have six parties and it's the same useless. God forgive me. The same group of people, right, across all six parties, like. You know, because if you realize that, oh, this party is gaining ground, mm-hmm. you, the same way that they've been, I mean, switching between APC and PDP, I don't know how many times they switched in the past, you know, right. um, for, for years. So if, you know, it becomes like, for example, let's say Labour Party gets, let's, assuming Peter Obi wins everything, right. Labour Party now gets its its leg in the door in the Senate House of Representatives mm-hmm. door and everything. And, you know, if I, 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 I can assure you that within the first four years, there will be some switches made over time. Once again, the strange bedfellows will just change party right. names. They'll still be the same right. candidates, and I I don't know if that will, how that would inspire them to do anything. Because if it's just is that easy as like switching to a different party and then you're being seen like so your point think, about being like Labour Party being seen as a bit of a cleaner or more level playing ground, right. or whatever. And so if one of those example, if Adams or Shomole right. goes to Labour Party, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Then he's trying to be trying to sanitize his image, right? And so it would now be it, it would be up to the Labour Party to take the steps to protect their image, right? Because again, it's there's you know you're either looking out for the party or you're looking out for the candidates. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So if the party has this type of is you know let's use you know the US you know Democrat Republican. If you're moving over to the Republican Party, mm-hmm. there are certain things that you kind of have to now subscribe to or be okay with. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now in Nigeria, it's not as significant, mm-hmm. but when you we are looking at the Labour Party, they have a little bit more integrity, mm-hmm. right? That's why the Senate's president, or so their um, Peter Obi's campaign manager, getting indicted and all yeah. those kind of things was not necessarily a good look, and it it was not up to the party to to kind of step away from him and move on forward. You know, if they try to protect him and have his back, like the way. APC is doing for for Bol, uh, Tinubu or uh, PDP is doing for Article, despite some of their you know issues and discrepancies, then it calls into question the whole party, right? But for them, it's not as much of a risk when you only have two, right? Same yeah. thing with Democrats and Republicans. It's not as much of a risk because it's like, yo, we're gonna get rid of Bernie anyway. You know, it's fine. Like they don't have any choice. They're mm-hmm. either gonna, they're definitely not gonna vote for Trump. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So we are good. So that's, I think, the political calculation they're making. Now, if we are deeply entrenched and we don't care about you and we show you that we don't care about you, people might just vote for the Labour Party just out of protest. Yeah. You know? So that works in their favor and that's something that they have to deal with. So whether or not it works out that way, to your point, I think that is definitely a very real risk and possible likelihood. But, you know, I think having to make that political calculation, them, I just want them to work harder. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest, I don't expect anything to fix. Fix. <laughs> I want them to work harder. So if you're going to lie, cheat, and steal, it can't be so easy anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, let's make sure you're doing, like, you know, <laughs> it's like somebody who cheats and steal. 
but they built the bridge you know wiki i guess <laughs> like, like ah, please, you, let's talk about wiki after this <laughs> but, but do you understand what i'm saying like they, they can do certain things to actually protect like oh, now again i'm not saying that i i approve of that or but right now what we're getting is literally nothing, nothing yeah. you know like at the very least let's try and do something so that we can at least point to that so the next person knows they have to do that or bust you mm-hmm. know and then that level just keeps going higher you know so yeah that's okay. kind of where my head is at i'm gonna try and relate what's going on with the different the two-party system to like the antitrust law in america how they did they set up the law to break up um big companies to create competition right so i'm thinking that maybe something similar but on a political level just to create competition between political parties right if i know that the current senates would not pass a law like this right now like hey you can't have a certain number from a certain um only from a certain party or something along those lines just to create some kind of competition going on in the senate because then you won't have nowhere to hide in your party like remember i was saying earlier so we don't show up to vote right right if i know that there are only 60 seats for this particular party Mm -hmm. right you have to show up to vote because you know that if I don't show up to vote, that vote would definitely matter. I mean, we're talking about something constitutional here. I, mean, mm-hmm. I know that takes a right. lot to change. Well, yeah, my only argument with that, yeah. I have two, two major things yeah. with that. One, <laughs> if you notice, the US was able to do that for their economic policy, yeah. but they were not able to do that for their political policy. Yes, they were. <laughs> right? yeah. So they weren't able to do that politically. Yeah. Right? So, you know, the, three, the, the, the second thing is that like... <laughs> Yeah, asking these guys to literally make their work harder. Yeah, like they, 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 you want them to I mean, do they, work. They need to, to prove themselves. They do they, they care they about us? Do they though? If you they if you care though? about us, they need to prove themselves because <laughs> they need to for them. And yes, they their, no, their salary you, their salary as, is taxpayer I mean, they don't. Money. Yes, stands, to answer your question. Need to do no, that though? No, 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 they don't need to right now. The way things No, because for me, I just really want to keep challenging that right because like the idea like they don't need to do anything like if we are not the question i have overall in this thing right mm-hmm. it's just like <laughs> um, what can we do to make them need to do that mm-hmm. like what can we do that you know just whether it's voting now you know to the point voting might be rigged all those kind of things but what can we do step by step right so i think maybe it's just i, I feel like it's educating people i think it's just sharing the information mm-hmm. and tying the dots if I can, if you, if you just Google, you know, let me just pick it, you know, Ike Ikwiremadu. Oh, right? God. Really? Of all the people to pick. <laughs> I know, right? For God's sakes. Yes, that was the reason. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but if you, if you just Google him, I don't want you to just see that he was, um, you know, involved in, you know, oh, organ God, trafficking, trafficking, right? But <laughs> I want to see his, his legislative, like, history. Mm-hmm. You know, he was, he's been re-elected, like, three or four times. Yes, yeah, so was it one like, time so, vice president? Yeah, or deputy senate president. So I want to see his history of the bills he's approved, what he sponsored, all of those kind of things, so that, I, you know, at the very least, can print that shit out and be posting it, uh, you know, for everybody yeah. to download. Sorry, if I'm taking us back, but I'm trying to understand when we talk about like multiple parties or like the voting because America has more than two parties. They just have two major parties, mm-hmm. right? That have the we all know Democrats, Republicans, but they, they have the Libertarians, right? 
who obviously don't get a vote. But like, and then you have independence, right? And for us, Nigeria, we, as we know, there are more than two parties mm-hmm. like to dominate right. Right. the space, right? Yeah, well, so, it's, it's literally like the rest is share 1%. It's crazy. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, like, so are we talking about like creating a system where they are forced to give up their seats because that can't work because they got their seats by election. Right mm. by being voted into power, so how 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 do you want us? How do we want or how are we thinking about creating? Because for me, if I was to answer that, we're creating by changing the whole landscape. So going from um, our current bicameral system to like a parliamentarian system, oh. where you then have. Um, different parties groups based off of your political ideology whether or not you're you're a democrat or liberal liberal ndp whatever it is and then right. there are those categories in which everyone comes from their specific party um political ideology right but how exactly does that change like the i guess the checks and balances because checks and balances are, is always going to be there irrespective of this. That's why it's not right. it's so, not about necessarily the system that is there, right? It's the accountability of the people who are there. Because the, again, they are these rules do exist from a constitution standpoint, mm-hmm. right? Do we need to revisit our constitution and and rewrite certain things or add new new components to it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, same with Senate rules and or the National Assembly rules um, as well, right? Because checks and balances is always going to be, in politics, it's the people. Right. right? I think it's it's whether or not we can enforce it and how effective, like, how effective they are at really being able to enforce it, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, like, the the ability to enforce those things is by election, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, you didn't do what we voted you to do, so I'm not re-electing you, right? I, my vote is going to go to X. Right. And that's, that's, and so there is a severe... There's consequence for you not um, doing your job. To, yeah, doing, right, right. Essentially, not do your job when you get into mm-hmm. into power, right? right? Which currently doesn't feel like exists. That exists. Exist. That doesn't, doesn't exist, exist right? Exist, yeah, yeah. So I feel like that you know, once again, because it's the same pool. You know, people that they've run, they've done two terms in governorship. What next? Or you know people that are ministers or whatever they already exist they already exist in the system. I personally think that the only way to infuse new blood and to create competition and to get people to start working is to throw the challenge to the public and like in your community, start doing things, start rallying people, start making a name for yourself. You know, because um for example in Lagos. Jandor is very well known in Lagos. He did a lot of grass. I mean, yes, he was in APC before then, switched to PDP. Yeah. But like he did, he's very, very popular. He's known like for his grassroots um stuff. I think he even has a TV station or, or radio station now and everything. So that that's what kind of built his credibility. Same thing with his running mate, Funke Akindele. I think it was a brilliant move to get her because clearly Nigerians like entertainment. Mm-hmm. and she can dance so every time they are doing their <laughs> rallies she's like doing right, all the steps right. yes you know so in the same way just obviously she doesn't have but she has a good track record in terms of the fact that people can testify that you know she has given them jobs and mm-hmm. uh, she's very nice like mm-hmm. a very kind person mm-hmm. so she has that testimony of her personal character which you know people are like yeah most likely going to vote because of of that 
you know, I won't talk about my personal thoughts about that pair. But the point is, that's I feel like that's that's what we need. We need people that from their own communities to start doing things, to start standing out. Mm-hmm. And then when if you can rally your community to vote, because I think it's your community that needs to vote for you right. anyways. So if you can rally your, your community to vote for you, then that's a start yes and they've seen what you've done so actually do something they've seen what you've done and they'll be like okay yes and it creates confusion on that local level because other people that want that position would know like, okay this is the way to go about it exactly i have to do things so they'll start doing things and then that's the only way i feel like competition will naturally be Occur. fostered because mm-hmm. it has to be natural yeah 100 percent. yeah because it, 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 for me it feels like we need to platform we need to platform people at that level. Mm-hmm. So like, it shouldn't be so much of a heavy lift where they are once in a generation type of person mm-hmm. and charismatic, you know, they have done the grassroots stuff. They've done everything. Like there are a lot of people that can do really good work, but maybe are not as charismatic or the, the other yeah. thing. So there needs to be somewhere where you platform them and at least the people that are there to support them can see them. And then we can maybe just build on that. Right now, it doesn't feel like if you're looking, you know, even when you're looking that you can find the kind of people that, you know, or, or find anyone that's running, you know, you just see a name there and that's it. Like you have to go Google the name and maybe something pops up, maybe nothing pops up, you know, let's find a way to, like, I guess for me, and I'm not saying anybody mm-hmm. should do that here, but I think it's, it's, you know, that education, I think it's just information. I think yeah. people need to see, learn, read about these people and really find something to lock into. Kind of like what's happened with Peter Obi. But Peter Obi doesn't get maybe the visibility he has if there isn't this huge defection from PDP, where he was running as a vice presidential candidate in the previous election. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, does does yeah. he get this momentum and, and recognition without that in the back pocket? I'm not so sure. Yeah, like, I, 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 I think for me, I just think, I think part of it is we lack... And I, I feel like I repeat this word a lot of time, political ideology. Like, if you think about any country that and how they plan to move forward, there is a, everyone has a concept in mind of how they want to create, like what they see the future is, whether or not it's fiscally, how much you want to spend money, are you, um, do you want to just spray the cash from an infrastructure standpoint or do you want to be more conservative like where do you how do you evolve your country right right so like because everybody that is running now just to me just talks about the same thing right and and so even the person coming from the local government area has to be able to talk about look this is what i want to do for this area if that's but that's just a part of it right like the other part would be okay how do you merge that from a political standpoint? Are you going to be fiscal in your spending? Are right. you going to um, right. um, use a lot more regional resources, or are you going to use a lot like experts to right. to build your your infrastructure? Like all of those things are, are part of like they just come and say, "Well, I'm going to build road." Okay, right. like how? Like yeah. who is going to do it? Are you going to are we going to create a, a trading school, build a training school within your area so that um, those who are who are builders or who are into construction can can go to that school so that they come out and then they can start their own companies in right. which the government awards contracts to only local businesses. So you're like, looking for details. So, so like you're looking those, for a little bit like because I don't know how we you know just to, to that point I don't know how quickly Nigeria adopts you know those those ideologies but I think 
at least if you're getting those ideologies kind of help kind of show the details right like if we know that your party is fiscally responsible it's exp- it, it kind of gives me the context as to why these are the ways you think we can fix the economy or fix the city or whatever the case might be but to your point without that ideological background we, you just have to take your word for it and you don't even go into detail but that's why we're still in the same silos because like nobody knows how to nobody's actually moving the country mm-hmm. forward in mm-hmm. those things right like mm-hmm. no one is actually thinking about how the the from a efcc standpoint to the the, the security exchange standpoint mm-hmm. the state security like how what are you thinking of improving those departments that you are responsible for and moving them forward rather than telling me Right. like for me the basic right you're just saying the standard stuff that those are not things that create those changes that we're looking for any country i don't think right right 100 it doesn't go into the details like we don't know the background i feel like we've, we've been talking about the senate and it kind of ties into the house because a lot of these bills have to be passed by both both um house um houses in the national assembly right mm-hmm. um i completely forgot the word but <laughs> we'll figure it out um but i was just thinking about like just you know VAT, right state versus federal mira do you have any i guess did you see anything that kind of explains to like what the tension is there and where, where the senate can step in on that what's the conversation in the senate or in the how in national assembly about that you know VAT issue uh okay VAT, lovely topic thank you for asking about VAT. <laughs> So VAT is value-added tax, for those that don't know. And so there was um, a case that was filed by, um, it was filed in River State. It was filed by River State, really, um, against FIRS. FIRS is Federal Inland Revenue Service. So they're the ones that collect um, the tax on the federal level. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously, VK is hot, hot, even though he has broken my heart. But, you know, in those days when he was still VK, Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well it was mostly it was the attorney general of the state anyways and basically mm-hmm. they found that um it was unconstitutional for the federal government to impose and collect taxes so there's there's there are sections of the of the constitution that the federal government like the that, that outlined the um taxes that the federal government can collect mm-hmm. and um so the argument of river state is that vat is not under that so there's vat there's withholding tax um, there's tertiary education tax, and mm-hmm. there's uh, NITDA levy. NITDA is National Information Technology Development Agency. Um, so they basically argue that the government does not have, that the federal government, FIRS, does not have the constitutional right to um, collect tax. So I'm just going to... So is it like any of that or just some? Just those taxes. Those right? specific ones. Those specific okay. taxes, yeah. So, but there's the... Um, so basically what that means is so the argument is the federal government deputizes the states to collect taxes on behalf then they give the federal government a share and then right. they keep their share right but now FIRS I guess was trying to collect their money directly and so Rivers was like oh wait 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 uh, okay. oh no? so they would what do, and so what would that end I mean I'm not sure if it captures it in that article knowing how some of these articles mm-hmm. <laughs> read um, but does it say what, what steps were they taking to do that so were they asking for more money or were they saying hey no we'll take the money and then we'll give you what you're supposed to have. Is, is, is it is it a, an issue of control, or is it an issue of um of uh basically how much they should how much of a share they they should have access to? No, it wasn't about how much. It's about the argument is that it's not con- according to the constitution. The federal government cannot um 
cannot collect impose taxes on um on people that they have to do it through the state it's only mm-hmm. the state that has the um, rights to do that and so FIRS is limited to certain taxes that are listed in the part of the constitution which mm-hmm. you don't have to go through right, right? yeah I was so, going to add on that that um it says here that um the federal government can set the standard rate of 5% for VAT and then the state can add on it mm-hmm. so the add on is theirs and the 5% is supposed to go to the federal I don't know if you know. Yeah, so the money goes, so they are still going to remit a portion to the federal government. Every state remains a portion mm-hmm. to the federal government. Right, right. But you're not going to collect it directly. It has to be passed through the state government. The mm-hmm. state collects their share, then federal government collects their share. But I understand of this thing, because I'm reading the actual case, right? It's saying that FIRS was trying to collect their money directly. They're trying to argue that they have the constitutional right to do that, to, to charge, to tax on people in reverse states and collect their money directly. Right, so the sharing is um fifty percent VAT goes to state, thirty five percent local government, and only fifteen percent goes to the federal government. Now, River State is a big VAT producing state because it's an oil producing state, right? So um and that's then so it's sensitive. Yes, that is why it's very important. And then they also so and the whole thing about this VAT thing is that it was it was. It was started under military government, so that's the that's why they can argue it because it's technically not in the constitution constitution per se. So there's a kind of you know argument back and forth. Um, so but um, basically you know they argued back and forth, and the conclusion was that I'll just read it verbatim. The constitution does not empower the FGN to impose and collect taxes outside the scope of items fifty eight and fifty nine. Blah blah blah. And the, so the, the so it was this, this was just high court. So they said that it was the instructions are clear and unambiguous. Mm. And um, apparently there was another case too. This one was right. in Uyo mm-hmm. um, versus Akwai Bomb State Government. You know, so at the end of the day, this happened. So that would be okay. So that would be local local versus state. versus state. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So the the the. Where it, where, it, where it currently stands is that FIRS has filed an appeal and they are trying to, I, I don't know what the outcome is, but they're trying to say that let's keep it status quo and keep on giving us the money first, first of all right. until the appeal court tells mm. us. Obviously, I'm sure this case is going to go to Supreme Court, I'm very sure, right. because it seemed like it. it's very sensitive and I know that FIRS do like their money. Right. So and, and I guess, because for me then, I think the question is like, why is, so I guess we know why it's happening with Rivers because of it's because of the oil money but um i'm curious if because it sounds like whatever they are looking for is to set a precedent yes right like because now the way it currently stands the states have that control right so what they're saying is like no well we'll get you know as far as this uh this taxes specifically is concerned Mm -hmm. we will have access and then we will kind of distribute it accordingly right i think that's that's really the question there like that that control because it seems like um, maybe one party, the person, you know, because everybody seems to have an issue with the state. So my assumption would be <laughs> the state gets to say how much, <laughs> how much that five percent really looks like, mm-hmm. or that fifty percent of the five percent mm-hmm. really looks like. Yeah. Right. Whether it's the exact amount, or you're like, hey, this is a little low. <laughs> this is a little short over the past couple of years. I don't. I'm not really convinced that this is how much it is. Yeah. Like so. 
yeah, I mean, it's definitely a precedent setting. So this is a good look for other oil producing states as right. well as states like Lagos State and even like Zamfara now that they have discovered um, um, gold oil. and then the one that... Gold, gold or oil? No, oil. I think Zamfara is gold and there's another one that discovered oil. I think, uh, uh, I think it was Borno, Borno, State. Borno, I think oil. Yeah, which is just like really... That's kind of crazy. Yeah, just <laughs> why, leave why that state laughing? alone. Just leave that state alone. Why is Sola laughing? I don't know why Sola is laughing. Be, you tell us, share. Yeah, why are you laughing? Share with us no and the reason. audience. No uh-uh. reason. So, no, no, come on, don't don't hold it to yourself. You no, it's that? just interesting to to see what that would be like, like when it's it. oil in the north. Yeah, that's why. Yes, I because yeah. you realize that um, so for them Zamfara states, them all the remittance of gold goes to them. Mm. It's interesting because for oil, it doesn't all go to our states. It mm-hmm. goes to federal government takes a cut. Oh, so that Same thing. is only for oil. Yeah, also for beer. Um, you know this. I mean, when the when all the States remits they are um, VATs and stuff. Um, the part of the money from the re- remittances from um, yeah, it goes to these um, Sharia states that don't <laughs> drink and that they even like one time like smashed bottles of, of like al- alcohol and just like basically wasted it and you know just to prove their piousness or whatever. So I just I find it interesting that it seems like there are different rules for different states and so I, I would like I really hope that um, the appeal court. Um, maintains this um upholds the high court decision and i hope that the supreme court does the same because I, I i want to see what their next move will be mm. yeah 100 percent. yeah especially i'm 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 particularly curious about that um zamfara gold issue so yeah. this rule is only for all yeah. producing states yeah and other people that's yeah. interesting and others that's very <laughs> <know>. interesting yeah. <laughs> um but okay i guess that that, that will also change right because you know, that's we'll, the also, it has to change that's the hope I think the other thing I was going to talk about, right? Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Um, affirmative action in the Senate. Oh, right? Well. Um, so I'm just going to read this because I don't think there's any smoother way of saying this. <laughs> um, currently, there are 21 women serving in the National Assembly, 8 in the Senate, and 13 in the House of Reps. Yay. <laughs> in total, women make up around 4.47% of the National Assembly. Um now, the challenge with electing women, it seems, according to this article, is that women in Nigeria face many barriers to political participation. Um, these include cultural practices. Um, I guess for those who don't know, you know, there is a slightly misogynistic Lightly. air. Just trying to be... Lightly. Okay, right. <laughs> there's a very <laughs> misogynistic <laughs> air. If you are running for office as a I'll woman do, and you are not married... That's what they're going to use. I'll just to say that, like you. in Nigerian culture, right? Like you know, in some cases, you know, there are there are there are situations where a woman who is running a business, the, the 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 driver will not talk to the woman. They'll wait for another man to come before they address her, mm-hmm. even though it's her business that mm-hmm. she's running. So these are kind of like some of the issues that even happen at the, you know, before you even get into politics with regular people, right? Um. You know, the threat of intimidation of violence tends to be high as a result of these same kind of um, issues. Um, there's a high cost of election, I, you know, I guess just in terms of personal life and, um, you know, maybe other other issues. Um, inadequacy or willing and educated women, that part I don't really understand. So I'm, I'm guessing like they're maybe because uh, uh, 
female women literacy is not as high, you know, in Nigeria as it would be in may, maybe a more developed country. Mm -hmm. It means that there are less women who are able to run for these positions in, you know, in, in, in society. And um, there are also issues um, regarding indigeneity. Now, this one was interesting to me, right? Women who are married outside their constituencies of birth but run for election in the constituency of their marriage are often marked as non-indigent by the community, which makes it a real challenge for them to run as part of, you know, um, maybe the, the place that they've grown up or they've, they've built their life or built their reputation and their relationships. So I thought that was really interesting. So I just, you know, wanted to talk. So now I think the standard in Africa or whatever, or the average is like 15% in the National Assembly, uh, like just in Africa as a whole, 15% mm -hmm. women, well, right? Yeah. So Nigeria is really low on that list in, you know, not just in the world, but obviously in Africa. And, you know, I'm just curious what you guys think um, you know, I guess I've kind of rhymed off what the causes are. What do you guys think about this? Do you think this is something that can change in this election? I know there's a woman that's running for president um, Which woman? in one of the parties. I cannot remember. <laughs> well, then, I think we know who that is. <laughs> the answer is no. Like, the answer is no. And once, okay, let me point to, you know, once again, I watched the APC um, convent, like primary convention. Right. I did, you know, thanks to my dad, I watched it. And there was a woman there and, um, you know, if people watched it, they would use her as a good example of these white women should not be you know, in power. She had nothing to say. She came and said she's a mother, Nigeria needs a mother. And the next thing she said was, and that's why she's giving up her seat. And like, Nigeria needs a mother. So you're going to abandon the baby that <laughs> needs serious? a mother. Yeah. No, she's, wait, wait, she said she's a mother. Yes. That's yeah. why Nigeria needs mothers. Nigeria needs a mother. And, and, then, she, and then she gave up her seat to Sinobo. I'm like, for God's sake, woman, why? You know, like, well, she looks know like a, she knows, but she looks like a clown and a well, caricature. And like, so, when you see women like that, and then obviously the other um, women's leader for APC in Lagos, when you hear this kind of people talk, it makes you see like see the kind of women that are in politics. And no offense, I mean, obviously there are some smart ones, but when the prominent ones in the prominent parties are sounding so not just right, it, it makes it hard for to convince men that, and these are men that already don't believe that women should be in position of leadership over them. So how would those kinds of men be convinced that these with these examples that women should and unfortunately what yes what those men set it I, up yeah that i was going to say yeah, i feel like that's the women they nah, choose the intentionally presidential candidates one they, nobody chose that one <laughs> that woman could have been better see there are other i mean i watched it so there are other people that gave up their seats but before that they talked about their manifesto and they were very not like not, not eloquent in the accent way but they were clear about what they were trying to do mm -hmm. so why did you even show up why did you come here you did not tell us. Nigeria needs she a mother. To give up her seat. Abandon us. Abandon us. Mm -hmm. Her mother has abandoned us. Yeah. <laughs> well, she, she came there to, to, to give up her seat. Now. Why? That's, okay, that's so why is why 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 was she ever interested in, in being president? Because she wanted to get the payoff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but okay. At least go hire and, hire and somebody person. to write something for you. Sounds smart. Like my point is like do, like some of the women don't sound smart, right? And so, like, for people, the men don't sound yeah, I was going to yes, say they, but they, we, are, we are already in a patriarchal society, right? right? Men are forgiven for their idiocy. I mean, the government is run well, by there's, men, there's and they are yeah, useless. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So every every woman kind of yeah. every woman's voice counts. Is what yes, exactly. Yeah. And so that's why I was so ashamed and sad and watching it because I was just like, oh my gosh, this is what people are going to think women are. And you know, someone on the internet actually said, it. I'm like, of course, because I know how people think. And you're gonna be like, okay, you want a woman? See, so the kind of like woman, like it's just is what it is. And then if 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 it's not that. The ones that are eloquent and everything. If you're not married, problem. If you're married, problem. 
you know, they'll be like, instead instead of you to be out, I'm thinking of your husband, you want to come out. Like, it's just so much things, so many, so, so much um stuff going on, right? There was this one woman, um Aisha Osori. She even wrote a book about her experiences running for, I think she was running, she ran for governor. And, you know, it was just a lot of misogynistic abuse that she just, she received, you know. And what was her crime? Run since she ran for governor. You know, even um Aisha Yusufu, so she's very active in um Petalbi's campaign. So she, she travels around with him. And I just see people always like trolling her, you know, saying all kind of rubbish. And I'm just like, ah. I mean, obviously, I know that they're generally trolling everybody that supports Petalbi, I know, but it just, you know, it's always geared towards the whole your husband, mm-hmm. your children, mm-hmm. as per you as a woman. Once you're married, you, you have the right identity and you should just be absorbed into your husband and your whole responsibility as a person should be you know revolving around him and so that's the real struggle or challenge that women face besides that trust me women in nigeria in politics they still like men forget yes, it they, do. they are equal you know they oh, are geez. as bad the, the women they are as bad they are as bad is it um um what's what's what's, what's the name of the woman that escaped <laughs> that they are still trying to the most expensive pawn her diamonds um, that, the bra. that she yeah, yeah. That woman, mm. ah, what's her name? Okay, we'll get her name. You okay, know, so, then there's... So, so, okay, so I guess I guess what you're saying is um, it's not really just about having women representation in, let's say, the National Assembly, you know, and obviously at the, at the national level as well um, or at the executive level as well. Um, you're saying that those, those women really should be there to represent women um, and women's issues. You right? have they're to. Not, they're not necessarily just there, you know, just kind of like the other, you know, some of the corrupt politicians. You know, you so it sounds like you are holding them to a higher standard than you're you're holding some of the to the male candidates. Yes. Um so yes, I'm um, thank you. Daizani is the woman I'm talking about. Oh. Our boss still uh, our boss. Oh, you mean the uh, our <laughs> point is our point is because you know, women are always held to the different standards. Um not just not just in, like morally and everything, right? But let's focus it here, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there's any store like any any man, you know, her and Alamastiga, I feel like they, they are, their theft was on par or right. it would be you know. And unfortunately, it doesn't lend to them respecting her more. This woman fled the country and she's not back. James yeah, Bori is did, back. But you know what she's doing over there? I mean, it took a few years now. Maybe she still needs a few more years. Yeah, <laughs> but more, it's longer than, it's longer than what? <laughs> Didn't they give her a position somewhere in the Caribbean? Isn't that but what she I does? think she denied it though. So like, we're not sure. Okay, so, okay. <laughs> but the fact that she was offered doesn't tell you that like, she's good. <laughs> no, of course she's good. My point right. is that she should be able to come back, right? And, <laughs> and she should also be able to enter government again. So mm-hmm. since if you're a man, you can do it. For God's sakes, Amechi was campaigning for president. Isn't no Amechi that that they had arrested which which day? And but he was cleared to come for primaries to indicate like it's lovely, right? Mm-hmm. But as a woman, you don't have why? Why? Because women are as bad as well as rotten as men. We're not better than you people. Unfortunately, in Nigeria, the the bars are just different. So for women, we have to present this almost perfect front. We have to be motherly. We can't be aggressive. If we're aggressive, they say this one should be even like man, you know. So I'm all I'm in support of affirmative action. That's my conclusion. Because I just feel like the more we get to see women in these positions, the more we realize that yeah, all of you are just the same you know, right. level of or, trash. Or maybe or maybe it forces people to step their game up. Right. I think for me I'm I'm kind of I'm really all for this competition shit because you know, when a woman comes and she's killing it and people are celebrating her and all the people yeah. that would have been misogynistic are here shouting for her because she has done something to help them and their families. Right. I think that makes a real difference, you know, and to me, I just think that all these ideological things 
kind of go away when people say that you're there to help them. You yeah. know, like it's the same thing. We we've seen the misogyny, but we have seen people say, Madame, Madame, Madame. Like you see you be, see both sides and a lot of times it just really depends on, you know, unfortunately what they've seen or what you've been able to show them. You know, so I you know, Nigeria definitely has a lot to <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna see. We have <laughs> a long way to go. They're trying cause, to. Cause, cause, <laughs> you better you know, say it. Because there's the regional aspect too, right? Because you know, cause yeah. You know, North has a slightly different um, approach to, um, you know, you know. I would say the North looks to, let's say, Saudi Arabia, right? Where the the this, the South might look to maybe the US or the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are just very clear different ideologies there that you know I'm not sure can easily be changed. Um, but I think. There just needs to be more competition, you know. And maybe one of these people, maybe their daughters are gonna want to run one day in the north. And, They're gonna allow and, them and run. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah, Buhari is one of one of Buhari's daughter is like third wife or somebody. And I was like, you think that Buhari's yeah, really? daughter will not take anything less than first position? So these people, like, they know, like, when they when I mean, they they school in the UK and stuff, and they they just know that their life after is to go be someone's wife. Like, it's very rare to see another woman in Nigeria like be somebody separate from my husband it's very rare i mean there are few but it's, it's extremely rare like they just know that their role is to go and be someone's wife with all the education it's right. very sad i mean maybe they can find other ways within their community right like you know because i i want to be sensitive to the cultural differences mm-hmm. in the sense that like i do i definitely understand what you're pointing at but i'm um you know i i have seen that i you know to be perf- perfectly honest we're like you know you know, northerners and their 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 children are also even the girls are or the women are also very active in politics, whether yeah. it's behind the scenes or you know, kind of running campaigns, doing the media stuff. Oh yeah, you know, so they can be extremely influential in 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 some ways or the other, right? Maybe not necessarily in the political position, and I think that still matters and that still counts. Mm-hmm. So for me, like you know, I think to your point, like I don't know how much that changes, especially in the you know, because they try to send at least four or five bills kind of tied to this affirmative action that we're all immediately shut down right yeah so um again we understand because we know the well i don't understand i can see the audience that it's going to and you know i'm yeah i'm not particularly you know you know it's kind of like again <laughs> they're voting in their you know one of them was like oh secure 14 seats for women i'm like you <laughs> <laughs> already think this was gonna pass like what do you think this is because like what that tells me is like okay well any, women can run for any of the other seats anyway and then we're gonna have these ones here reserved for women and you think that those men are gonna be like oh, oh yeah, yeah easy <laughs> like, go yeah. have no <laughs> that's never gonna happen no right chance. like yeah. so i think you know i think again you know we, i don't really have the answers right but I, I just feel like there are small steps that can be taken whether it's in you know helping behind the scenes whether it's actually pushing and running for these positions and us seeing like people that kind of you know say hey like wow this woman woman killed it you know what i mean like you know it it puts it in people's heads so unfortunately that puts a little bit more pressure on women because mm-hmm, you're you're few and you know few and far between and then as a result of that there's more pressure on you to be like the lightning you know the shining the light for all women mm-hmm. so that you know you, you kind of uh you know blaze a path for future women so it's a lot of responsibility and i you know absolutely not fair but you know, it's just something I wanted to kind of flag and like, you know, bring into the conversation. Uh, I think for me, there is it, it's it's similar to the issue that Nigeria just faces. Like, we should be looking to vote in, hire, appoint the best people for 
any particular role. And regardless. Nigeria, regardless of male or female, Nigeria art fundamentally fails at that. Mm-hmm. So in in more ways than it, one. Yeah. So like <laughs> whether or not like if a, if a if a woman is killing it at whatever role that she's she's at, great. Mm-hmm. Move her forward. And same goes for the man who is doing it in that role. Unfortunately, we're just not at the point where that is even a, a focus as a whole for any of the establishments or the units that we have in the country, right? Mm-hmm. At, at all levels. Like, no one is pushing the good people forward. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 100%. Um, partly why Peter B is struggling to... We're, we are all behind <laughs> Peter B because no one good has, has come before him. And we're hoping right. that, okay, this is someone that we can elevate to to a position of of prominence right on power and that can hopefully do us good yeah i was going to talk about um one or uh, two women that act because we we're talking about the bats i just want to center it and that have actually done work in the past and one of them is um obia gilly and like she was a politician right one of my friends said something funny that she was not good enough to be president for nigeria but she was good enough for the world bank and I feel like, yeah, like she's good enough for the world. Sorry, sorry, I didn't say her last name. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't want to pronounce because I knew I couldn't. So I just said only her first name. So she was good enough for the World Bank, but not good enough to be our president. Like she's someone that could have actually ran for um for office. And then the other person is late. That's um Dora Akwili. Yeah. So they have been women in the past that have actually done work. The thing is just that we don't, the men are not going to let them or not push them forward to actually be president or well, governor you know right. i mean I, like ngozi was clearly ngozi, head hunted, okay, right? oh my goodness she was head on they they, they, they did want her like they, that was part Obasa, of that, that's Obasanjo, Obasanjo. Yeah, yeah he absolutely yes, wanted her right yes. so like no so I'm, I'm just saying that like people but know I what think, good quality talented leaders look like so mm-hmm. she she did her job there and we went in in um good luck's uh you know, run like mm-hmm. she did a good job there. We all kind of understood it, but we also knew that how much of a threat on her life all of these things were, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Like she dealt with a lot of issues, mm-hmm. you know, and she wrote a whole book about it, yeah. right? So, so to to me, it's it's you know, again, like it's not that she wasn't good enough to be our president. Is that is that she wasn't supported enough, you know, to be our president? Mm. you understand what i'm saying yeah. she wasn't like oh she wasn't entrenched enough mm-hmm. you know she wasn't willing to sacrifice her integrity in some ways yeah be, like be she was president. not going to partake like, in the national cake like the rest of them right would. like mm-hmm. to be the president you kind of have to do that so yeah. she i, I would oh, argue that she not that she was not good enough to be <laughs> yeah. president i just want to reframe it like it's really because she was too good to be president mm-hmm. that's why immediately after she was done twitter headhunted her before she went to the World Bank, mm-hmm. right? Like, she was invited to be on the board over there. So, it, again, like, people can see the quality and talent of a good leader, but if the people are not kind of, or, or, or the infrastructure we have is not set up for that. It's not set up for good leadership. Yeah, it's, it's not, not set up for good leadership at all. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of the issue it, that we've been talking about yeah. here. Mm-hmm. That, like, to some extent, that needs to really happen at the grassroots level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, like, you know, that there's a funnel yeah. for all the good people to come in. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's not just one you know you know That'll one be, yeah. you know once in a generation candidate like it if you need literally you need a Thousands whole faction like them. you know you need factions of people we're yeah. like now we understand that one the people are are seeing these people and want them in place two these people are getting power they're getting a voice they're 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 becoming our peers and we need to deal with them 
Yeah, right. I think that's a like, that's a shift of mindset, right? Yeah. We need a shift of mindset for people to want to do good for Nigeria, not for what they will benefit from it, right? right. So like some sort of positive feedback loop. Yeah, like from a gra- no, from the grassroots, right? Yeah. Like yeah. people who are going into those positions are like, nah, I'm going in because my community sucks and I want to do something about it, right? Like and I want there to be a positive change for the country and so on and so forth. So where all of the good people who are quote unquote good people who have that mindset mm-hmm. are given the opportunity to, to be elevated into these roles where right. they can affect the change that needs to be needs to be had. And they know that they will be appreciated mm-hmm. when that happens. Right. Well, like I don't think so. I, you I don't need like, to know that. Yeah, you, know? you don't need to know that. If you are, like, if no, you no, are I mean, altruistically motivated, you nah, don't need. No, no, <laughs> I, don't I, need. I totally disagree. With it has to be a thankless no, job. No, really. No. I think it has to be a thankless Politics job. Politics is a thankless no, job. No, no, it's not. You are a civil no, servant. You is a thankless yes, it is. job. It is a thank- Nigga, it's not a thankless job. It is a thankless job. Go and ask the senators if it's a thankless job. You are meant. Well, it is meant to be a thankless job because you are meant to do what's best for your people. That's our point. We are saying that. That's that's what we're heading to. Yeah, that's what we're trying to get to. My point is not thankless job because one by the by the sheer nature of you having to appease voters it's not a that's what job. makes it a thankless that's job because you can do yeah. good and people don't appreciate it and yes, vote you out exactly because the people themselves who are there are, so are not appreciate vote for you but because you're campaigning so you have to literally go out there the reason why it's not a thankless job is that you have to go out there and convince people why you did a good job mm-hmm. like why i have to remain in this position and why i have to do all of these different things right everybody and then there's somebody else on the other side who's telling the job that you claim that is good right. why that job was not good <laughs> right, right and why it was affected by right. somebody else and all of the ripple effects but that like I would when have. they vote for you isn't that something that's them telling you yeah, that yeah, they yeah. Did that. And yeah that's but my like, point okay that's really my point mm-hmm. that's it right there right when i say like because I, I need that to be very clear because if the voters are not showing up to support the person that is showing integrity yeah. then what the fuck is the point mm-hmm. like like there is literally no point like mm-hmm. I, I understand what you guys are trying to like i get it because you shouldn't be just doing this to get all the votes yeah right but we know that like this is the game that they're playing right my thing is when you kill if everybody goes and votes for tinubu this year what do you think all the people that have showed up and spent six months one year of their life supporting peter will be how does that affect them mentally mm-hmm. they know the game that mm-hmm. you're in they do they? The yes they yes, do they that's do. yeah but do you like they, guys guys we, we gotta we I gotta think, separate two things right okay. like we understand that if you're going to the championship game you mm-hmm. might lose. Yes. Right? It doesn't doesn't take away the sting of the loss mm-hmm. when you of lose. Course, yeah. Yeah. Right? Of course, right? Yeah. Now, the, the, but the key thing here is that you go to the championship game. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So, what I'm, I'm pointing out here with this Peter Obi thing is that like, like, they're, they're, like, for us, I want, or I'm basically saying that like, the people that are supporting him, not just Peter Obi, are invested in something more than just him. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that, kind of positive thing there has to be a, a like we have to be able to build on that momentum i get yeah. i get what you're saying. What I'm saying that's understood yeah but i'm what i am saying and my pushback is that that cannot be the thought process going into it yeah because this Good thought process like you cannot be going into it in the sense of okay peter we doesn't win all yeah, of our efforts were in vain yeah right because you are in a thankless job like that is and that is a a possibility that's an eventuality like somebody's gonna win and somebody's gonna lose you know that going into that into that space into that but especially in a situation like nigeria right so you know that what is happening is that you're going to you want to affect change and the change is going to be with blood and sweat and the the possibility of you 
coming out victorious, at least at this initial stage, is unlikely, right? If you if you achieve it, great. We everybody the, the support and all of the the good things that come from it is going to be there. Celebration. It's also going to be also people also are going to appreciate that effort too, even if they 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 lose. I don't think so. That the mindset. I'm not that, saying that people won't appreciate the effort, right? right? So, I, I'm just saying that like like that effort, like that that's something that the people have to show up and reward. Like, so, but like in what way? By voting. Yeah, but that's by volunteering. They still not win. So like, but if it's, it's not about. Win. I'm not saying it's not about winning, okay. right? Like it's it's literally not like I, I'm saying that like people need to show up, like. So to mm-hmm. me, if but what we're saying is that people will show up because there is an election. So people will show up, whether or not they show up for you, is is the is a conversation that because they might not show up for you, they might show up for Tinubu and those people. And that's my point. My point is that like if it, like we, we gotta really because people are human here, right? We're not like all this altruistic. Like this is great, <laughs> sure, it's awesome, right? There's a reason why everybody's excited mm-hmm. about Peter B. Mm-hmm. Peter B don't show up every election cycle, it seems. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what I'm really trying to point out here is just like you guys are right. Like you shouldn't be going in here and saying, Hey, like if I don't win, bust or or you know, this thing, like all oh, this was going to trash. Yeah, yeah. Not not really I'm not really saying that. Mm-hmm. What I'm really trying to point out is that like like we as a people have to recognize and like understand that. For this kind of candidates to show up again, there are things that we must do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. It's not on him to say or to expect it. So you're right. Like as a candidate, you should not be like counting like, oh, da-da-da-da-da. if they don't show up for me like this, fuck them. I'm going this. No, you're 100 percent right, and that's not what yeah. I'm pushing. So that's me. exactly. So that's right. the two, two separate right. things so that we, we right. talk about. I'm now, right? really trying to point out that like, yo, like we we need to show up as a people and support those kind of things. We want more of it. And we can agree with you with that. Mm-hmm. That is separate from when we talk about it being a tankless job because we're not talking about the people. We're talking about the people and how we respond to the people, to, to our, our candidates and the people that we want to push ahead to go and work for on our behalf. We have to show appreciation for the efforts and the sacrifices that they have to, that they are doing um, for the sacrifice from their family, sacrifice for their career, their lives, right all of those things i think we are as we evolve in nigeria as we evolve in terms of where we see nigeria moving forward to Mm -hmm. those things become even more evidence right because especially with the fact uh, that people want to see nigeria do better like now we are demanding more from ourselves or demanding more from our leaders Mm -hmm. right so we i think that's a that becomes an effect, right? Mm-hmm. You, the eventually, the, you're gonna see how pe- you see it now, like how people are campaigning for Peter Albi, mm-hmm. how people are coming together mm-hmm. to do all of those things to achieve success, right? Right. right. Um, and hopefully that happens, mm-hmm. but we cannot fall back on and say that if it didn't happen, oh, that worries me. Like, what's gonna happen now? Yeah, right? I don't, and, hopefully, I don't think... and hopefully that's not the case, right? Yeah, and I don't. That's obviously. Yeah, I totally understand, and that's not what I was saying. I, I think for me anyway. Like, I know that you know when you're running for power. Yes, to some extent, there's a thanklessness. Uh, you know, you that you have to just kind of accept and play with, right? But I do know that there are. You get to take a lot of credit for a lot of good things yeah. if if they happen, mm-hmm. right? So to me, I just know that. I just know that that's part of the game that they're playing, you know, and that, and that's how I'm seeing it. But to your point, like you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't just basically throw your hands up and mm-hmm. be like, "Hey, 
you know, you didn't vote for me today. I don't care anymore. You know, so, I, oh, like, I, I don't, at no, least that's not what. No, no, I'm saying that. Like that was your point. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, with you. yeah, but I think I understand what you're trying. The point you're trying to make is if he wins, like our morals will be high. Is that what you're trying to say? That we really need this at this point in time? Is that is that the point you're trying to make? I'm saying that, like, you know, whether he wins or not. Mm-hmm. We know what we know the kind of leader we want, okay. and we are seeing it in someone. Okay. That that even if he's not able, we are not able to swing it this election. Mm-hmm. We have to understand that, like, we need to show up for people like that. Mm-hmm. If not, they won't come. The well will dry, right? I think it even ties to the grassroots stuff that we're having. Um, we were discussing earlier mm-hmm. because we're saying that, like, we need. We know that it's hard when it's just one person that does it. We need more of those people. Mm-hmm. So even for that to happen, like for some random kid to be like, oh, hey, you know, this guy looks cool. I want to be like Peter Obi and mm-hmm. not Tinubu because Tinubu has all the bullion vans. Like, <laughs> like if, if you want the kid to see that, we need to be doing things that make it very clear that that's where we want our future mm-hmm. to be. And that's what we're excited about. Yeah. You know, like, so to me, sometimes what I find anyway is that like a lot of people want Peter Obi, but because they don't know he can't win they don't want to support him yeah you understand what i'm yeah. saying i'm like that's yeah. that's like such a like nigeria nigeria's really only want to go with winners yeah they do. you know so, so like so to me it's like like we have to shed a little bit of that and i think that's what i mean like i don't expect everybody to have the level of character or integrity to say nah i'm standing with peter i'll be win or lose you understand mm-hmm. what i'm saying so that's the aspect i that was trying to point to there where i'm, I'm saying like for those for 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 the people that maybe don't have that and are looking for a little bit more, we need to kind of create an environment to see that this thing is growing, it's moving forward, and your defeatist mentality will not work here. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm okay. saying? Like, yeah. you know, that's that's kind of where my head was at. I think we need to um do maybe have another conversation about take your race from after the election is over, the outcome, take your race. That's and funny. Like, I was gonna ask you what your takeaway from this conversation was right now. <laughs> Seriously, since you you know your head is there, don't worry. Come on, I know there's something inside. No, no, no. Oh, shit, take- that sounds wrong. Uh- <laughs> that sounds horrible. It's okay. No, there's a very big brain in there, but just I know you have some thoughts on this, and I'm just curious where you're at. Yeah. Okay, my takeaway from this was actually from the very one. I can't remember when you said this, but you said that um the Senate as a whole could actually make decisions like veto. Um, presidential if president says they don't want this or whatever and like so that tells me that work can actually be done if we if they worked together if they decided as a whole that okay maybe maybe we didn't get it right in terms of precedent but like we actually got all our senators right and everything and they're actually working together to push change in nigeria we the senate could actually make a difference not like the way we're seeing it now where they're not really making any difference that's my takeaway from this is that actually work could be done and we don't only have to always look at only the president. We're voting for only the president. Like, we need to look at everything holistically. Like, everybody has to play their part. Every role has to be filled with people that actually will do the work. There's no excuse. We can actually do it. The Constitution is set up in a kind of way that we can actually get work done. That's so, basically, there's enough for us to work with. Yes, there is. We good people. There's enough mm. to work yeah i i I definitely agree with you i think for me also it's how how are these parties or these bodies working to 
get the best for Nigeria, right? Mm. You, you're right. I think a lot of a lot of us always look to our president as the the yardstick. It's like, oh, Nigeria is moving forward because our president didn't do X or didn't do Y. But we're not looking to all of the other bodies underneath our, our governors, our, our senators, our House of Reps, and all of those different parties as to hey you're supposed to be doing something for for us as well right you're, you're part of this you're part of why nigeria is broken right and what's your role and in what yeah and, and exactly what's your role in helping fix it so so that that's part of my take is like look there's more to it than just our presidents there are all of these different levels of people that we need to uh make sure they are accountable and and <laughs> vote them out or and make sure that we're not just voting across party lines, right? You, if you go to the ballot box, you're not just ticking APC blindly all the way through, right? Um, because that's that's the agenda that they'll be pushing. Like make sure you're you're vetting each candidate, regardless of the the political party that they they belong to, and and vote for the right person that will do the right thing for your community. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Just just. Does anyone know who to, like who checks the Senate? Like, or is the Senate like a self-checking organization? Yeah, self-check. Yes, that's Yeah, that's sad because I feel like that's part of the problem. Yeah, like I feel like if they were interviewed and stuff, it would take longer. Shall, but I feel like if you interviewed, if everyone was interviewed and there was like a panel that made the decision, right? I think that it would have been like, and there would be like a set criteria. I think that's even better. But anyways, my takeaway from this conversation is that um, I think we need them as the we as the Nigerian public should um, take a more grassroots approach. I think the challenge is for us to present better candidates for the Senate and House of Reps. And that's the only way that real change can happen. Because, I mean, we know that this current Senate that we have have basically just been rubber stamping um, Buhari's things like all oh, the budgets. Every time we ask for money, they give, they give, they give, you know. And in Buhari's term, <laughs> our debt profile is. It's four trillion. Oh, it's more than that. They've, they've never released the last fund. It's more than that. Yeah, but did they? Okay. Yeah, they've not. Okay, I, mean, I don't know if they've signed mm-hmm. the last one because because we already asked for money again this year. Yeah, yeah. There's contention about that. Right you know, now. it's like you're about to leave. What's 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 what? What do you need money for again? You know, I don't even know what Buhari and this whatever. <laughs> so like our debt profiles through the roof. They are just rubber stamping everything Buhari wants. The only things are like maybe this this and the um Loretta who was an APC card carrying member active. You know that he brought for INEC and they told him no. Right. You know, but yeah, the challenge is going to be on us to kind of present our own candidates and vote for our candidates. And like Tola mentioned earlier, don't vote along party lines. Vote more like who are you seeing in the community doing work? Because me, I know at least even for simple something as simple as they call them local government chairman. All all that happens is they post the posters everywhere, and maybe they will have one day where they will dance up and down the streets <laughs> making noise. Right then that's it right and so because my own local government is APC and APC local government mm-hmm. so it's just it's more like they're just passing the baton to the next person there's right. it does this locked yeah it's locked like i don't even recall maybe okay i think i've seen the pdp poster but it was few in comparison to the number of apc posters you know in the area and so right. yeah if we, we don't get but anyways the whole other things because even if you think that yeah, we're doing work in the grassroots. APC is still active in the grassroots in terms of financial. Exactly. They're, they're doing what they need to do. So, yeah. yeah. It'll yeah. still be tricky. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I think for me, it's kind of like what me and I were discussing. It's just like, I feel like we need to show up, man. You know, like, I think we need to show up for the people that, that we want. We need, whether it's voting, whether it's talking about them on, on Twitter, if you're a content creator, whether it's talking about the candidate that you like or that you're seeing or making a comparison. Like, I just feel like that information needs to be out there because people want better, but they don't know where to look. They don't know where to start. They don't have the time, energy to do all that research, to to read all those, like, you know, to keep up, really. So um, if, if that if that can be kind of, you know, dispensed down to um, to everyone in, a, in an easier way, if there's a priority for people to look for that or look for those kind of, that, that kind of character, I think it helps at least kick off that conversation. I think it's what helped Peter be, and I think it can do a lot for um, you know, co- candidates at the grassroots level, whether it's on the House or Senate. But yeah, um, any final words, guys? No final words. I mean, there's a lot to say about Senate, but it will start off new conversations. That's why this was, this was supposed to be an extra short episode. No, uh, so there are so many like, things <laughs> popping into my head. I just yeah. like, don't tell me yeah. to talk about it. Cause, but I think we did good. You yeah. know, I think uh, I think the idea is just to really challenge ourselves and maybe ask these questions out loud. And I think if, if that's the case, at least we've done that part. Yeah, we have. You know, it's not a job to fix Nigeria. Oh God, no. You know? <laughs> well, you it's know, our job. As, as uh, I said, you know, as a thankless job. Yeah. So, you don't <laughs> yeah, want you don't want to do a thankless. You. <laughs> you don't want to do a thankless job. Right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to do a thankless job. Um. Um. He doesn't. He doesn't. I yeah. do. I'm okay with it. Yeah, okay. Then I think that's true. We also yeah, okay. We're going back to Edo State Senator Osai Okun. Edo, Edo North. Are you yeah, Edo I mean, North? Like, or like if, if, uh, I mean, yeah. If I believe that, you know, I, I could. Yeah, I actually do. Could. You could go back to Nigeria. Yeah. Edo State. Yeah. Yeah, man. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, I could. It's like and like I, you can do it, you know. It's just it's a thankless job, right? But I think the uh, the reward would be seeing something like making people's lives better, right? Like, like if you have a chance to do that, right? Like, you know, recording a podcast is a thankless job. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> um, you understand what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, like, you know, it, it's it's it, you look for for um you know if there's something to work towards like and it means making people's lives better helping people see something better you know changing like i think that's a good enough reward for me and i think it would be a good enough reward for a lot of nigerians who who are willing to step up in that place but hey i'm here so i'm gonna leave it on that note (laughs) (laughs) thank you all for listening and uh, look out for the next episode and yeah go and vote that's the episode if you guys have any thoughts you would like to share with me you can write to me at two takes and a pod at gmail.com that is two takes and a pod or one word at gmail.com it might be easier to follow me on two takes and a pod on instagram and tiktok you can leave me a dm there i'm looking forward to hearing your take your feedback you know any thoughts on this topic any thoughts on the topics you would like to hear in the future let me know Don't forget to support the show so you keep getting quality conversations like this one. Support my ministry. Give me five stars across the board and leave a like on your streaming platform of choice. And of course, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. 
and if there's a streaming platform that i'm not on that makes sense give me a shout we're gonna get it there for you too this has been two takes on the pod man and thank you so much for listening peace